RadioInfluence.com. This is the Valor Hour on Radio Influence. Your weekly glimpse inside all things Valor Fights and a look at what's going on in the rest of the MMA community. Now, here's your host, Tim Loy. Welcome to a special year-end edition of the Valor Hour. I'm your host, Tim Loy, joined by my co-host, Justin Watson, Greg Hopkins on the line here. We've got a, an abbreviated show for you guys. Wanted to try to get one more in before the end of 2019. We're going to go over uh, the Bellator year-end card that just went down a couple nights ago over in Japan, as well as a couple interviews tonight as we get ready for next weekend's uh, first show of 2020. It is Valor number 68, and it all goes down on Friday, January the 10th from the world-famous Cotton Eye Joe. And uh, we're going to talk to a couple fighters from that card here today. We're going to talk to uh, one half of the main event, Big Sexy Billy Swanson, as well as uh, part of the co-main event, and that will be uh, Olivia Parker. Some changes to that card we'll go over uh, today as well. So, uh, Justin, Greg, you guys got uh, New Year's plans, I guess, uh, when we're when we're releasing this. Well, this will be coming out on New Year's Eve. So, I guess, uh, you know, this is Monday we're recording. We'll release it on Tuesday. What are you guys' uh, plans for New Year's Eve? I'll either be asleep or at work. I'm not sure yet. It sounds exciting. It sounds enthralling. I, 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 I know that I won't be at work, but I, uh, and I probably won't be asleep either. I probably also won't be doing anything extremely exciting. How about you, Greg? I didn't even realize that tomorrow, I didn't even realize that it was even the New Year's, but uh, I'd probably be starving myself in a spot coming up, man. That's probably what I'll be doing. <laughs> well, at least uh, at least that means you'll be staying out of trouble. That's a good thing, right? One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're gonna, I'm not going to be drinking. I'm not going to be having no fun at all on New Year's. Maybe, maybe I don't know if there's football on or something. I'll watch it. Maybe, maybe I'll get to sit down. I don't know. Yeah, I believe there's a PFL show uh, tomorrow night. We're not going to get into that really too deep, but I, there is. Yeah, there's a PFL. The championships are tomorrow night from Madison Square Garden. Uh, so they're crowning a bunch of million dollar winners on a bunch of fights that mm. are that I was looking at the odds on some of these and there's some some pretty wide wins. Uh, they're, they're they're really for there, yeah for there to be like you know so many million dollar fights tomorrow like there's a lot of odds like that, are like, that are very one sided. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so. Uh, <I> will- <laughs> Let's get into this Bellator 237, uh, the only major event of this past weekend. It went down from the Saitama Super Arena in uh, Japan. And um, I guess for them, you know, they showed live here in the States at 10 o'clock. So I guess that was like the day, like in the middle of the day over there in in Tokyo. Um, It was uh, a six-fight main card, and then they did their prelims after the fact. We won't get into all the prelims, but uh, main card, we saw Goichi Yamauchi with a very quick uh, first-round rear-naked choke over Darren Cruikshank, put him to sleep. Uh, we saw uh, another uh, fe- a couple of females uh, go 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 to go in action at the uh, I believe it's 115 pounds. Uh, Kana Watanabe with a third round uh, TKO over the Brazilian Yoan. Uh, we had uh, Lorenz Larkin over uh, Kitaro Nakamura by unanimous decision. Uh, of course, Michael Venom Page showed out with a uh, a big round two uh, knockout. 
out over Shinsho Anzai. No surprise there. Uh, the co-main event saw Michael Chandler knock out Sydney Outlaw in the first round. And that was a fight where I think a lot of people were giving Outlaw a little bit of a pretty good chance as, uh, as an underdog there. We saw Outlaw at... Um, Man, I, I can't say which Valor it was, but he came up and he cornered Jamie Driver when she fought Olivia Parker, um, her fight before last. A really nice guy. Um, and then in the main event, uh, it was uh, Fedor Emelianenko uh, knocking out Quentin Rampage Jackson in the first round. I took the over one and a half rounds there, hoping we'd get a little bit longer. Uh, oh, and I was a loser. Uh, Greg, overall thoughts on Bellator 237? I only got to see the last few fights, but um, I was a little. I'm not gonna say I was wasn't too just terribly disappointed because I'm a, I'm a big fan of Michael, Michael Chandler ever since he had that nerve damage there in his ankle and kept like I forget who was fighting in that fight. Justin remember it, but uh, when he kept on like twitching his ankle and I thought he thought his ankle was broken. And ever since then, I've been a big fan of him, so I was like pulling for him there. But I didn't know he was gonna get a KO that early. Uh, Rampage and uh, Fedor. I've just actually been enjoying all the memes on the internet about how uh, two guys went and uh, or two guys in one fight thrashed two different organizations rising rising into in Bellator for some money in less than what two minutes or whatever. I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny, but I don't know. It was pretty good little, you know, from what I saw. I, I saw the card. I've seen a lot of the highlights too. So I mean, as far as the Bellator card, I think it, uh, I think it was pretty good. May have been may have been too just because there was nothing else going on this week and I have no idea, but it was uh, it was pretty good in my opinion. Hey, I thought I thought I was entertained by it because the more than anything, like kind of the spectacle of it all. It was obvious that they were in a big just super arena there and uh kind of gave it a different vibe. The production qualities, of course, of Rise and Abelich were sophisticated. Our second yeah. to none, looks, yes, that's right. Justin, like your thoughts. Sophisticated out there. <laughs> it was uh Kind of what you, you know, what Bellator does now. Like you said, it was a spectacle. Um, the only thing that really surprised me, I guess, was um, I thought Krushank was, was going to be able to do a little bit better than that. I, I had high hopes for that kid, you know, when he first started coming up, and he just never really, never really uh, pulled it all together. Um, the female fight was was a good one. That Joanna, she just beat uh, Beck Rawlings not too long ago, yeah. caught her in the knee bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so I was I was uh, expecting a little more from her, but um, her opponent Watanabe, she's not a no. You know, she's a savage. She went in there and handled business. Um, the rest of the fights kind of went how I expected, I guess. Um, you know, Lorenz Larkin, MVP, uh, and Chandler all. You know, I thought they were all. You know, were fighting. I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't call Outlaw Can, but um, I just don't think he's on the same level as, as Michael, Michael Chandler. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe lines up, uh, MVP and Lorenz Larkin, uh, for, you know, to find out who's going to fight Diego next. Um, the fatal rampage fight was, was horrible, man. I, I don't know. That was, that was disappointing. You know, rampage has never been knocked out and the punch that he, dove on I don't know it was just barely hit him and, and he just kind of fell face first and like started shaking his head he was completely awake and he wasn't hurt or anything like that you know and then he jumps in and takes a takes a picture with with uh, Fedor's team and everything yeah <laughs> uh, man he said he he said he felt I'm like a hippopotamus they, out there yeah they got that money for both like. of them I'm telling you that's how they that's all that was that's funny though yeah. that you mentioned that. He got a picture made. That's what I'm laughing at, dude. It's crazy. Like they're, 
He's treating a loss like that. He don't care. But you know how <laughs> of shape he was and how fat oh, yeah. he was when he went 260 pounds or 200, what was he, 265? He said he had to lose seven pounds just to make weight on this fight. That's fucking ridiculous. He was uh, massive, dude. I mean, it, I mean, Fedor was big, too, though. Fedor had a big belly, too. Was, yeah. I don't know. It was, uh, that was bad that, you know, they Fedor's on this retirement like tour, so. Yeah, he like <laughs> He's going to have a. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious why they didn't just do Lorenz Larkin and Page there. How do? Because it's it's just a spectacle that they do. One of them would have to lose. You know, they, they're right. trying to build stars. I think, and right. um, I don't know. Even though it's a much better fight, you know, than especially it, it was a, a Ryzen versus Bellator kind of deal. You know, like they've been doing every year, and yeah. so they were both fighting Ryzen guys. Um, and that, that whole thing kind of continues tomorrow. Uh, I think Patricky's fighting in Ryzen, uh, um, tomorrow night. Yeah, actually, uh, before we wrap this part up, that is, uh, that's actually, I think technically going on tonight. Uh, uh, well, yeah. And, and, and again, it's Monday, it's Monday afternoon when we're recording this thing. And so it will be a new year's Eve show for Japan. So I, I want to say tonight at like one o'clock, maybe 1 a.m., uh, 2 a.m., something like that, that show will go live. And, and it is more, uh, like you mentioned, of the um, several of uh, you know, Bellator versus Ryzen bouts, uh, you know, Pitbull's on that card. And there's some other. Uh, C.B. Dalloway uh, is on that card, I believe. Hmm. Is he fighting for Bellator, I guess? I would assume as much. Uh, there's a few others. Uh, that Lindsey Van Zandt is on oh, there. Yeah. Uh, there there's, there's four or five uh, kind of recognizable Bellator names. Uh, on that card, so we'll see. If I'm up, I may watch the first couple of fights. We'll see. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna wrap up our recap section. And there's really not much to preview, folks. Uh, coming up this weekend, there's not a whole lot going on. Of course, next week is Valor 68, so we'll have the full preview and picks panel for that. But uh, let's move on to our uh, our couple interviews we've got here on today's uh, abbreviated holiday edition, and let's get big sexy Billy Swanson on the line. All right, joining us on the line, we've got one half of next week's Valor 68 main event, Big Sexy, Billy Swanson, back on the Valor Hour. Big Sexy, how's it going, my man? I uh, just feeling good, man. Doing a little bit of work, and then get to go train later. Well, before we get into this fight, let's uh, let's catch up a little bit, man. Uh, how was your Christmas? You know, uh, you have a good holiday down there at, uh, in Saudi? Uh, yeah, Christmas is good. I spent it with family. Uh you know, I've got a real big family. I'm the second youngest of seven, and I got two stepsisters. So, uh, like so I'd say the uh, Swanson family gatherings are uh, certainly uh, something to behold. I'd say. Oh yeah, it's definitely it's a bunch of rednecks hooting and hollering. <laughs> <laughs> now, last time, uh, <laughs> I don't think we've spoken to you since. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Since our uh, your last fight, of course, you've done the picks panel with us over the over the, the weeks, but we didn't really get into uh, your own fights. Of course, you know, uh, last time out was uh, at Valor sixty four at your home uh, your hometown in Saudi. We'll be back in Saudi March twenty eighth, by the way. But you're uh, coming off a big win over uh, El Jefe Terrence Hodges. He gave you all you wanted for three rounds. It was one you really had to kind of dig down deep and, uh, you know, and, and earn that earn that victory, man. Talk a little bit about that last one before we get into this one. Uh, man, honestly, that fight, uh, it played out exactly how I thought it was going to. Uh, 
I told everybody, like, uh, leading up to that fight, like, you know, don't look at his record. Like, he trains with some of the best people in the world. And, uh, I mean, it, it was tough. Like, uh, he came out. He was very explosive. He was, he was quicker and bigger than what I thought he was going to be. Like, uh, honestly, like, when we were spacing off in the pictures, like, I mean, I outweighed him by 20 pounds. But, damn, I mean, it looked like I was half his size. And, uh, I mean, he was really explosive. And, like I said, I, I knew that my that how I was going to have to win that fight was, you know, getting him to the ground, smothering him out, and uh, just, like, landing shots when I could because, uh, I mean, he was explosive. He was powerful. I mean, by the by the end of that 15 minutes, man, both of us were called awfully tired, I mean, because of how hot it was in the gym and then just, like, coming after each other relentlessly for 15 minutes. You really gave the crowd all they wanted here. And, uh, you know, coming into this next one, uh, it's another one that a lot of people are excited about. You're going to be taking on the scary Carrie Perkins. Now, Carrie is a, is a debut pro. Uh, he has had a, a solid amateur career. We haven't got to see him in the Valor Cage yet. Uh, he, he has held some titles, you know, for the Warriors Den organization and, uh, and has a reputation for being a banger. Talk a little bit about this matchup. Anything you've been able to see on him, uh, you know, in the lead up to this and what we uh, can expect? I mean, there's not a lot of film on him, to be honest. Uh, I mean, when I tried to dig up stuff, there's shit for like six years ago. So, I mean, really, uh, I mean, all I know that he's he's a purple belt. He's got decent, you know, ground game. And then, uh, I mean, he likes to let him fly. And, uh, I mean, I'm just going to come in and do what I always do, man. You know, get in there, get my hands on him. And, uh, you know, I think uh, my wrestling, I don't think he'll be able to stop my takedowns. If he does, I mean, we'll, we'll change the game plan. Like, uh, it's not the first time that, you know, my wrestling's not worked for me. Like, John Holt, that, I thought, you know, my ground game was going to be the determining factor of that fight, but it turned into a slugfest, and I actually ended up knocking John out. So, I mean, I, I could take a punch for sure. I mean, if, if you don't believe I can, watch the El Jefe fight. <laughs> but, uh, like, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm ready to get in there and get back to doing what I do. Uh, I've had a lot of family stuff and, uh, you know, just different stuff like uh, I, I totaled my car a couple months ago and, you know, having to, like, kind of struggle and uh, get back on my feet and make sure I've been training. Um, but I feel good, man. I'm, I think right now I weigh about I weigh 275 after training last night. I'm a, I'm a big guy. I, I think I'm going to have size on Scary. And, uh, you know, I mean, the, the biggest thing about me is his name may be Scary Terry, but I ain't scared of shit. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Now, a guy that's going to be on this card with you, Greg Hopkins, uh, on the also, you know, one of my hosts here on the podcast. Greg, what you got for our friend, Big Sexy? Hey, Billy, man. I just wanted to, I was going to name drop here a little bit and just uh, ask you what you've done to switch up uh, your camp for this right here. Because I know, uh, not, a, not a, just lately, you've been going to like a gogi. Uh, up in Chattanooga, but you've also been going to Southside Jiu-Jitsu uh, along with Killer B's training, your MMA Killer B training, your Muay Thai there. Uh, can you can you just tell us what you've been doing as far as like your your, your different training and diet for this upcoming fight? Because you got two weeks left, and I was wondering how that cut was going for you. Uh, I mean, honestly, dude, I feel great. Like uh, I don't have any anything injured or hurting on me. Uh, I'm moving great. Um, I've been like, like uh, I've not been able to be in there as much as Gogi and Southside and KMA as I normally am because of, uh, you know, the car situation and having to get my money back up. But um, I've been in AKB at least two, three hours a day. I mean, I'm always fine tuning my craft at home. Um, and uh, I mean, like, like I said, you know, like I know I'm going to have size on him. So the game plan is get my hands on him. If he, if he 
tries to bum rush me, we'll put him on the back of his head and elbow his skull. I don't like that right there. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what's getting you motivated for this fight, man? Like this in particular fight, like what this that, what's keeping you motivated? I know you said you just had a car wreck, and then I, I mean I saw your car today. You know, I'm, I'm glad you're okay, and I'm glad you're still with us, brother. But like, what's keeping you motivated right now? I know you lost your car. You know, you, you know, you, you said you're down on your money, you're down on this. What's keeping you motivated right now? Is it just being able to put your hands on somebody, or do you have something in mind? You got a goal you're working towards? Tell me that. Tell us that. Uh, well, you know, like I mean, one the goal is always to get to where I'm making like at least 10 K a, you know, a fight. Like, uh, it was funny. Like El Jefe, he did an eight man boxing tournament, you know, month, month and a half after we fought and won 10 grand. I'm ready to get to the, the fat checks, man. I'm tired of being poor, beating people's ass. So, uh, Damn, you know, yeah. like, I mean, obviously the goal, the goal is to get my record up a little bit higher. I know the contender series is looking for heavyweights this upcoming season. So I'm hoping probably by May to get a call from Dana, um, I mean, if it doesn't happen then, you know, I'll, I'll just keep chipping away, keep taking out big names. Uh, like I, I mean, like I said, uh, even look back through my amateur career and through my professional career, I, do, I don't duck and dodge anyone, you know. I'm I'm here to pop the best every day of the week. And, uh, I mean, I'm young. I'm only 25 years old. I'll be 26 in March. I mean, I'm taking out these men who have been doing this shit for 12 years plus. And, I mean, uh, Terrence Hodges, he had... Uh, like his, he's been a professional for like seven years. And I mean, I'm, I'm right at, you know, a year in being a professional. Um, but like, like I said, I'm, I'm just looking to keep adding that record up and, you know, hopefully get the big call from the big leagues. Uh, definitely one thing that motivates me is I'm just a competitive person, man. And, uh, maybe throughout my amateur career, my motivation slacked off a little bit because, you know, I wasn't sure that this, this is what I wanted to do the rest of my life. But, uh, I'm a firm believer that everybody's got a million dollar town and top them, but if I idolize somebody else, I'll never realize what I'm capable of. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to get in there and I'm going to do what I do best because I believe this is my million dollar talent. Yeah, Very yeah, well said. Also, I, uh, <laughs> I remember, yeah, that was well said. I, was, I just remember Billy back in the day. I remember he would, he would tell the, put these live videos on the Facebook feed and talk about how, like, you know, setting the right examples, doing the right thing and doing this and doing that all the time. And he's still out there doing that. And he, he's out there. I mean, I've, I've always really appreciated that ability. And I think if he keeps staying on that same, that same path right now, he'll get that call at the end of the year or mid year sometime soon. Well, but, I've got to agree, man. I've got to agree with you hundred percent. As a guy that is, has done a lot of the matchmaking for Billy, he's not lying. He doesn't, he doesn't turn down nothing but his collar. You know, he, uh, it's not, it's not like, uh, a lot of guys where they're real picky, you know, Billy fights what's in front of him. And, and we've had this conversation, you know, heavyweight's just a different beast, 205 as well, for that matter. But, uh, you know, you'll see a lot of guys that are, that they start their pro careers a little bit slower and, uh, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. But the, uh, the, uh, what's the word? The amount of available, uh, talent out there uh, at 155 pounds and 145 pounds, 135 pounds, uh, it's just, it's, considerably uh, a, a much more shallow pool the bigger you get so when you get into heavyweights and light heavyweights man there's just not that many of them and so they they pretty much immediately have to start just butting heads with like 
the the middle to top of the division just yeah. just right off the rip you know uh there is it's hard to just kind of get your feet wet in those bigger weight classes because there's just not as much um just not as much talent out there that said um that said that makes it a little easier on the back end because by the same double-edged sword you've got a fucking lot of 155s out there trying to get the ufc uh heavyweights it's the kind of thing where if you can go out there and get up to you know, four or five, six wins, you can kind of get that call a little bit easier than a 155er that's only had four or five, six wins. Yeah, but they got well, to the cage with some fucking monsters, you know? Like, those are some big guys. Nobody oh, yeah. don't want to step up to that shit. They yeah, but, but, but here's, here's what I got to say on that. I said it before and I'll say it again. You can bring me Godzilla, Godzilla and I'm going to try and knock his fucking head off. Like, uh, I mean, it's like I said, I'm not scared of anybody. I mean, worst case, she knocked me out. That shit don't hurt. I'll wake up, I'll get my paycheck, and I'll, I'll get back to the drawing board. I think Billy is a guy that has got, you know, he, he is a he is a known quantity. It's not like people just know him here, you know, in Tennessee or the Southeast. He's a guy that, that people know. I think the main thing, Billy, for you this year is, uh, and this is something we've already talked about, is, uh, you know, staying active as best you can. I know you had some some uh, injuries in the middle of last year that kind of made it where you were you fought like at the beginning and then like the end. So you kind of lost, you know, for all intents and purposes, half of, of 2019. You know, if you're able to stay healthy and stay stay active, be out there three, four, five times a year. I think that'll make all the difference. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that, that's uh, that's the game plan. I, I don't want to, you know, I could, I could, I'll fight a little bit banged up. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Um, and I'm, I'm not afraid of quick turnarounds. Like uh, I'm, I'm the type of person, like uh, you know, like I, I don't worry really what my opponent's going to do because if I overly worry about what he's going to do, then I'm not preparing for my own offense. And so, like, I, I mean, I just know what I'm good at. I know that my, my wrestling, there's hardly any people in the world that I can't take down with a double leg and put on the back of their head. Like, uh, I mean, I, I do it all the time. I, I, I submit black belts uh, when I roll. I mean, I'm, I'm a monster on the ground. Now, I mean, my striking, you know, like, I wish I could uh, figure out the problem why I don't move like I do in my training. In the, in the ring, you know, you could call it a little bit of, like, uh, freezing up, you know, Stage five. I don't. I don't know what, what it is, but I mean, hopefully we got it figured out this fight. I feel good. Um, and like I said, each day I try and get better. I, I don't. I don't try and you know take backward steps. And uh, definitely at our gym, you know, between having Joseph Long in there, David Robbins, like uh, we're always striving for to set the example for everybody below us. Like uh, one of my teammates, Jalen Harper's on the card. Like I, I try and lead by example instead of sitting there yelling at him in, in the gym. I try and. Uh, to try and show them, like, hey, this is how hard I'm working, and I've won multiple fights. Like, you know, this is how hard you should be working. And Absolutely. Like, uh, well, I try and lead by example instead of leading by mouth. Well, man, we're excited for it as always. You, you're never going to see a boring, big, sexy fight. It's always going to, you know, from the lead up to it to the actual action in there. You, you know, you know, you're going to, you know, get your money's worth. Uh, you can see big, sexy uh, next week in the main event of uh, Valor 68. Before I let you go, Billy, I'm gonna let you give uh, some love where it's due. Shout out, sponsor, love, training partners. You know the, you know the drill. I'd like to thank my sponsors. Uh, first off, uh, first sponsor is Pizza Bros. Um, they came on for this spot, and I think they'll, they'll stick it out with me uh, past this. Um, then I've got another sponsor. It's not a business, but it's one rule. It's, a, it's an individual, and like it's a motto him and his family live by. And uh, the one rule is don't be a pussy. 
And I, I, I believe like that's how, that's how I fight. You know, I mean, you can hit me hard, but I'm going to keep coming forward until you put me to sleep. And uh, then I'd like to thank everybody I train with from AKB to KMAA to Southside Jiu-Jitsu, Chattanooga, Crawl Pagala, and Agogi. Like, uh, you know, like I, I put in work with a lot of these guys and they're always helping me get better and, uh, you know, not showing any resentment because we're, you know, we're all in the same time training. Um, so, you know, like we're all, we're all striving to get better. Um, and then, uh, like I said, mainly I, I'm only as strong as my team. So, man, I, I, I thank everybody that comes in on a daily basis and uh, puts in the work with me, helps me get better, pushes my cardio, pushes my technique, you know, because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be half of where I am. Very good, man. And uh, also let our fans know where they can uh, follow you on social media. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, I don't really post on Twitter, but you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Uh, my name is Billy Swanson. I mean, you'll, you'll see my big fat head on there. You know, you'll say big sexy. I think uh, Facebook is Big Sexy Billy Swanson. Um, I think Instagram is like Swanson.Billy. Um, but uh, yeah, just give me a follow. I'm very uh, open with my fans. Like, you know, if somebody messages me and they want to talk, I'll, I'll sit there and talk to them. I'm not one of these guys who's like, oh, you know, you support me, but fuck you, you can't talk to me. So, uh, you know, if anybody needs to reach out to me, just reach out. Once again, this has been one half of next week's main event at Valor 68. Big sexy Billy Swanson getting ready to take on Scary Carrie Perkins. Thanks so much for the time, Big Sexy. Best of luck next week. We will see you there. Thank you, guys. All right. Our final guest on the Valor Hour is going to be a rising female prospect, it is the Phoenix, Olivia Parker. Olivia, undefeated, looking to go 4-0 in the co-main event of next week's Valor 68 at the world-famous Cotton Eye Joe. Olivia, how are you? I'm great. I'm super excited and can't wait to get in there. Awesome. It's good to hear from you. Uh, of course, uh, you are coming off of your third straight win, and uh, this one over uh, a very tough one, uh, Jamie Driver, uh, who we just saw again uh, since you fought her. Uh, before we get into this fight, let's uh, just kind of go over that one since we hadn't spoken since. Uh, you know, you got the you got the finish over Jamie in the second round, if I can recall, and uh, and, and you moved to three and zero now and undefeated as a pro, undefeated for for life. No one was able to knock you off as an amateur either. Uh, you, I know you're a name that is starting to uh, to get out there into the bigger organizations. And now with your ability uh, to make uh, 145 pounds, uh, you know, I, I, I see that being as kind of a difference maker. We, we hope so. That's kind of been the um, the goal from and once we, once we started fighting, we realized that I might actually be decent at it. You know, there were, you know, we knew that I would have to go around 145 we tried to stay at 170 as an amateur and we went over a year without a fight so um i think 145 at that point it became obvious that was pretty much my only option um and i honestly i like the way i feel when i'm that small in the cage I and mean, i know i haven't fought there yet but for my last fight with driver i was supposed to fight at 145 and so we went through the entire fight camp prepping to hit 145 and then when she was um unable to bank to cut we stopped at 150 but i mean like i really like the way I feel at, at the at one fifty. So I'm sure one forty five will be you know, even better. I mean I'm super excited about getting there. 
Well, you know, you looked really big and strong, I thought, in that last fight. Just very, you know, explosive, uh, you know, and it, it, it's, it's no secret, uh, you know, you, you talk to anyone that trains with you, everyone says, like, Olivia hits really freaking hard, you know, Olivia hits, hits like a man, you know. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so you know, you, you, you kind of uh, compact that down into 145 pounds and you continue to carry that same pop. You know, girls are going to be in trouble for sure. Uh, you've got one coming up here next week. Now, uh, this has actually been a relative, you know, as you know, for you, this has been a relatively quick turnaround, uh, you know, because like you said, you had to go a full year without being able to get a fight. So you've been able to stay a little bit more active now with more, uh, more, more uh, kids in the pool, if you will. Um, you know, let's talk a little about the one you've got next week. You're fighting uh, Carolyn Biscop, who's actually coming off of a win herself. Yeah, she is. I mean, she's she's very well rounded. Um, she's got she's good on her feet. She's good on the ground. So, I'm actually really excited about this one. It should be really, really, really good brawl, and I can't wait. I'm I'm excited. <laughs> so you know, um, of course, you uh, have this will be your second time fighting at the Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, we do monthly events there, and it's kind of become our home here in Knoxville. Tell the fans, uh, you know, why this is a show that they need to check out. At the, you know, what kind of the vibe that you kind of get at the Joe? It's a little more uh, intimate, uh, if you will. It, it absolutely is, and I'll be honest, I fought. I fought at the ballpark and I fought at the convention center or uh, the Coliseum. And oh, yeah. I think the Joe might be my absolute favorite place to fight because it is so small and compact. It gets so loud and the fans are like right there, right there in the middle of everything. You're walking through them to get to the cage. You're walking through them to go back to the locker room. You know, the, the, it's like the, the whole building just shakes when you're in there. It's, it's just an amazing environment. And i I, I do absolutely love fighting there, and I love being in fights there, being a fan there. It's, it's just a it's a really different environment than what you know than what I, I previously seen, and it is an amazing place to fight and to watch fight. Now, uh, my my co-host, of course, will be uh, fighting right before you, actually, this on this evening. Uh, he's called several of your fights on commentary, though. Uh, Greg Hopkins, what do you have for uh, Miss Parker? Uh, that's my, by the way, my full partner champion. Me and him, uh, me and her took out uh, with the Shanimal and uh, Chad Finnerty last time we saw each other up there at Cotton Eye Joe's. But uh, you know, so shout out to them too. But uh, I got two questions for Olivia. Um, it's obviously we, we you didn't you just told us what motivates you for this five of the girls coming off a win. So you're obviously wanting to go in there and, and bang with her. And you said y'all she's well rounded. So you know that's what's got you motivated for this one. Uh, as far as going to 145, can you tell us what you've done, like, as far as, like, changing up your diet, your workout regimen? Like, I mean, it's no, you're no stranger to losing weight. We know that. So, like, to getting down to 145, has it been an issue? You said you feel great, you know, a lot on your feet when you're there. Can you tell us how you got there? Uh, Taylor Turner, she is absolutely a genius, and she has been there with me from, and, and Frankie, of course, the Frankie Fly Shop, they have been there with me, especially Taylor, from the very beginning. And uh, they've just... It's honestly been, we, we, you know, Taylor took the time to figure out exactly how my body operates, what foods I can and what foods I can't have. And they've just, it's just been more a continuation of the same with little tweaks here and there. Um, trying to, trying to figure out how to get small, but not lose the punching power and the ability to, you know, get in there. Because like, if I lose my strength and that stinks. So she has just been, um, She's just been amazing, and she's uh, she's basically I go to her and she tells me what to do and I do what she says, and it works wonderfully. I feel 
right now at, you know, um, I'm in the middle of a flight cut and I feel great. You know, um, I'm, I feel strong. I feel explosive. And, um, so she's just done a great job with, with every part of the diet and the, and the weight training and everything. So shout out to Tether Turner. If you're trying to lose some weight for real right there. And if you want to know how it goes down, you know, you just ask Olivia. One more thing I want to ask yeah. you. Um, uh, well, I just about to ask you, here's the thing. I've noticed, uh, you know, you can tell in fighters, you can tell uh, in people who don't really know how to fight but try to fight, but you can tell in athletic people, you, uh, you, you're blessed with equilibrium and, and you know your body. You know your strength and uh, you know how to, how, to, how to place people when you're in the cage. Um, I won't get to watch your fight because I'll be backstage getting wrapped. I want to know what's going to happen and what I'm going to miss out there. So please tell me how this fight's going to go down and that's all I got for you. <laughs> all right. I mean, I've got plenty to go in there and, you know, I've, I've seen her fight a couple times, so see what she's going to throw at me. I would like to, um, typically stay on my feet for a little bit and exchange a little bit and then take it to the ground and just see. Um, I want that gi. I'll be honest with you. I want the war trial gi. I want that gi. I want that gi. I want that gi. That gi is mine. I'm coming for it. Uh, uh, it's on, Tim. It's on. It's on. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, Olivia, of course, always a pleasure getting to talk to you. Really looking forward to seeing you in action, of course, next week. And, uh, you know, uh, before I let you go, I'm going to let you uh, give some love where it's due. Any sponsors, training partners, friends, family, uh, you can have at it. Um, of course, my family, my husband, he's been a tireless supporter of me and my boys. They they run with me, they work out with me, you know, they keep me laughing, they keep me sane. Um, and then, of course, KMA and uh, Frankie's uh, SBS Combat, that they keep my body ready and going strong. And then as far as sponsors go, you know, Quaker Second Lube has been there with me from the beginning, and they are wonderful. Um, Smoky Mountain Holly Davidson, um, oh, I'm trying to think, I always go blank at this point. Um, but um, them, and then we've got a Total Ascent Fightwear, Shanna, does all my like, fight gear and my t-shirts and stuff and she's and she's amazing um and then add value plumbing uh they're just a couple of a bunch that i'm just I, i'm sorry i'm totally blank right now <laughs> but, um, <laughs> that's so hard there's so many of them and they're so they're so wonderful it's like give me money i'll shut you out poorly down play <laughs> I, 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 I got one we i got one we can give out there i'll go ahead and give one out to war tribe for offering giving this gi up to me whenever we fight oh, on a friday night yes i'm telling you that gi is mine i mean like i'm coming for it somebody else so uh, <laughs> Once again, this has been Olivia Parker, the Phoenix. She's looking to go to 4 0 as a professional. Keep that O intact as uh, she competes right. at Valor 68. It goes down next Friday night, January the 10th, at the world famous Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, you can get your tickets at fighterchicks.com. Make sure you select Olivia as your fighter if you're coming to support her. Olivia, thank you so much for the time. We look forward to seeing you next week. All right, thanks. Have a good day. 
All right, that will do it for our interview segment as well as this edition of the Valor Hour. Thank you guys for joining us for one last edition of 2019. We look forward to seeing you all at the fights in 2020. And uh, of course, next week, we will be back to our regular uh, our regular schedule. We'll be releasing on Thursday morning and uh, it will be fight week for Valor 68. So my co-host Greg Hopkins will be in the throes of a weight cut at that point, Greg. Although we did move your fight up to 175, let it let the truth let the, yep. let the record show. Um, that, yep. That's a 175 fight now. But we'll be doing the picks panel. It'll be a new quarter. We'll be starting a new um, tally, uh, if you will, and a rotating a rotating guest slot for the first quarter of January will be the Ninja Turtle, Paul T. Joining us here it is now Greg as a two timer here uh, on uh, the Valor Hour Picks panel. Uh, do you feel like your seat is potentially threatened by the addition of the Ninja Turtle to the Picks panel? I don't know about just the addition. I think it would be a new addition of all the new Valor fighters that we've seen as amateurs out of the last card that we had. There was so many new guys coming on that card and opened a lot of eyes and turned a lot of heads. Uh, so I mean, and I don't know how we pick or what the final we'll find out next week, but. Uh, yeah, um, we'll see with Paul Teague and Billy, Jeff, myself, and uh, I really like to see Mark come back. Hey, yeah, Mark says he's we'll Mark see. says he's coming back. We'll see. We'll see if that comes to fruition. Mark Mark's always oh, struggling in the back. He makes it entertaining, but he's never really at the top of the, <laughs> of, the of the charts there at the end. He picks with his heart a lot. You do too, though. That's why uh, I want him back. He sucks. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm excited yeah, for man. it. Of course, uh, next week we'll get Kerry Perkins on the line. Uh, we'll get Brian Jackson on the line. Talk some shit to you and. Um, yeah. And then we will uh, we'll do the picks panel and we'll we'll kick it off right. Hopefully everybody has a uh, a great and safe New Year, uh, New Year's Eve, and all that good shit. For my uh, for my co-host Dustin Watson, Greg Hopkins, I am your host Tim Loy signing off for the last time in 2019. Happy New Year, folks! Valor Hour, we're out. Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with personalities like TV chef Brian Duffy, radio personalities like Ian Beckles, news and political pundits like independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crushell. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com. Thank you.